Thank you Hola. for being here. I'm Hola. glad to be here. Yes. Hi. Very oh, exciting. The Wolf Keeper University. Ow. You got to get that in. <laughs> From Chicago. So we, Tam and I, co-presidents of Houston Pets that have been on your podcast. Yes. And when you said you were coming to Houston, we said you absolutely have to join us. Yes. Said, so Thank we're you. so grateful for you making Thank the time. You. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes. Thank you for letting me be here. Of course. My yes. whole crew. Yay. Yeah. Your whole crew is here. Whole You're crew. lovely my fiance is holding the cameras. Yes. Good job, baby. Beautiful Athena. <laughs> and then Tyrone Scott, he's out. Um, we're delivering a service dog to um, Dr. Ross from the amazing show, The Vet Life. Yeah. Um, number one show on Animal Planet. <laughs> Shout Yay. out to my. So, yeah, um, just going to his brother that's in need of a service dog. Oh. So that's been quite the amazing journey. So did you train the dog? Yeah, we 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 um picked him up when he was eight weeks old. Wow! So we've had him since he was now he's um a year and a half. So he's been through extensive training over the last year and a half. So what kind of training when you say service dog training? Um, so according to the ADA, a, a service dog has to perform a specific task. Um, so with Skate, he's a seizure detection dog. Mm. So as you saw, he's just super mm. happy. Sure. He's like literally he knows yeah. only happiness. So. Basically, the dog then is able to determine what's not calm zero. Um. So what's not calm zero, that awesome energy you saw from him, he'll like kind of drop his eyes down and then he'll put his head in your lap or he'll come lean against you or put his paw on you, signaling that, oh, there's about to be a seizure that's about to come. So wow. So he picks up on a certain energy or something happening mm-hmm. biologically, biochemically but, in yeah, a person. More, is- that's a great more biochemically mm-hmm. because then dogs sense the smells mm-hmm. 300 to 1 that we know that yeah. so it's your pheromones that they're determining so wow. it's that the seizure or the heart attack or you know beginning of an earthquake they all uh, force the human body to have a certain pheromone mm-hmm. yeah. so that when people say like my dog's never done that before yeah. like he attacks people with hoods on or he attacks people with this or he does this is that they're just picking up on the scent mm-hmm. Interesting. so yeah yeah we could learn so much about oh. human nature from dog nature. Absolutely. You know, it feels like they have senses and uh, senses that we don't even have. So how can we appreciate them if we don't know what they oh, are? Oh, absolutely. And they're just, they're amazing creatures. We don't give them enough credit. No, I mean, that's why it's so tremendous what, what you two are doing, which, you're, which I really value, for, which are nonprofit and the pets you're saving. Because, I mean, pet husbandry has changed so much over the last even 20 years. You know, um, in the last 10 years, but for sure in the last 20 years um, and that the animal rights Mm -hmm. definitely need to change depending upon where you are geographically in the Mm -hmm. world. Because, as you just said, there's so much we can learn from them, but they definitely need a higher level of, you know, human. They need that respect and Mm -hmm. they need to be valued. And so doing taking what you do, which is training a dog and using um, using its natural skills and its senses to save the life of people, mm-hmm. literally. Yeah. You look at that, that dog has so much value. And then you look at some parts of our world and, and Texas specifically, Houston specifically, mm-hmm. we place such little value on mm-hmm. these dogs that mm-hmm. could be doing so much to help us. So mm. why are we breeding hundreds of thousands of dogs mm. and then killing hundreds of thousands of dogs? Mm. It makes no sense. Mm. And, and 
and you know at the same time not valuing what they can do you know we know we pull dogs i have a, a dog i pulled off the street with tina mm-hmm. um bad part of town the dog was shot mm. he, now go- he now goes into um detention centers where wow. there are there are felons 19 year old felons mm-hmm. um locked up and he goes in there and he's a service dog so this one dog who was once deemed Disposable, disposable, mm, basically. A, wow. A pain in the, you know what, mm-hmm. you know, he has no value. Uh, and if anything, he is considered a nuisance. And now he's providing, providing a service back to the community. Mm-hmm. So these dogs have value. You know, we could be doing so much more Absolutely. with them than just managing them. You know, and that's what we're trying to do now. Just manage these thousands of dogs on our streets. Gosh, I mean, let's, let's use them. Let's mm-hmm. put them to work. And you just, that just, you gave me shivers of, uh, when you said that, because it always goes to my mind what Gandhi said that animals, mm-hmm. you know, will, are culturally judged by the treatment of our animals. Yeah. Yes. You know, so when, yeah. you, when you say that, what we'll we'll popped through my head too is that, you know, documented every year, 800,000 people are critically injured by dogs. Mm-hmm. You mean, so those, and a lot of those dogs end up getting put down. Yeah. You know, where right. that's a whole population of dogs that are owned by someone that can be trained mm-hmm. not sure. to bite humans. Right. We don't want 800,000 plus people getting bit. But then, as you mentioned, all these dogs that, are, um, that hurts my heart because yeah. the U.S. government will only provide 100 service dogs for the entire um, U.S. military that's returning. Wow. You know, because they don't want to take that cost because yeah. a service dog can cost up to 80 grand. So mm-hmm. you figure that they're like, okay, 100 at 80 grand or between anywhere 30 and 80 grand, that's our cap. But if you just think about the dogs that are being euthanized and oh. the amount of soldiers they take their lives every day. Oh, that, yeah. that six to ten men and women will take their lives today. Yeah, you know or, we don't have a plan for it. You know, right? and service dogs we know that can change mm-hmm. them if we took those dogs and put them through training that are being right. euthanized and get them in the hands of men and women that served our country. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So There's so much about how we treat animals that just doesn't make sense. So how we treat our veterans, how we treat, you know, there's so many gaps that mm-hmm. you just identified mm-hmm. there that could be easily filled mm. if we would a raise the status of animals in our society, which right. is ultimately what Houston Pet Set does. Because once you raise the status of an animal, mm-hmm. then all your problems go away. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And, and so, but then you think about the vets too. What At what cost do they come back um, and deal with depression, mm-hmm. anxiety, PTSD? Mm-hmm. You know, by the time they're in and out of hospitals, mm-hmm. they're drugged, they're not drugged, their families are falling apart. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, um, returning to substance abuse. They're, right. all these things, 80,000 is nothing. You know, nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. when Not you consider the life, the life yeah. of mm-hmm. somebody yeah. and Absolutely. the quality of their life. And then this, you know, not to mention the sacrifice that they made right. for this country. Right. Isn't that Going the least we Isn't that yeah. the least and, we could do? And for exactly. the animal, too. Why? Yeah. I mean, the vets are important, but, you know, here's an animal serving, mm-hmm. trained, and then it's, I think it's considered property or it's considered mm-hmm. um what is the term I'm looking for? But it's considered like a supply, basically. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, they're they're thrown away just like an old car is thrown away. <sighs> the service right. dogs the that service are over dog, yeah. over yeah serving yeah. in the in the military. Yes. Oh yeah, they don't. They're, oh yeah, they're considered property. They don't. Mm-hmm. They can't be assimilated back into the the world. So mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many. But then that's just so tremendous. But you what you all are doing because you all are raising the bar. Mm-hmm. As far as just people's mentality, yeah. um, because that's the thing, too, is that, you know, all this costs money, you know, and that right. you need people that are going to be advocates 
to raise money, to call the the legislators, right. to talk to the lawyers, to put together an uh, an ecosystem mm-hmm. to better you know this ecosystem that really is still very much tech free, very much you know legislation free across right. the board. You know, very just education as a whole. Yeah. Considering that you know there's over you know that we know of seventy million dogs. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that you know yeah. that's registered. <laughs> you know, there's no telling how many that aren't registered, oh. but just all the different things that. We can do and just, I always say, you know, and dogs bring people together. You know, here we are. Yeah. We met online. I know. We met through. <laughs> our love of animals. Our love through animals. Yeah. We never met before other yeah. than you all agree to do a podcast uh-huh. with this crazy guy in Chicago <laughs> twice. Right. You know, we became friends. You know, here we are. You know, I think I, yeah. you know, who also too, she's um a yogi. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been, that's our goal this fall to teach, is to travel. Yeah, tell and to us teach. about this. This yeah. is super yeah, cool. Our, our goal um, is to travel and teach people yoga and doga, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, as she says, everything is doga. I mean, everything is yoga, mm-hmm. you know, so dogs invented, first thing they do when they wake up, they stretch, they stretch. Yes. you know, yep. so we're of the mindset that you can, most people don't stretch, Yeah. period. Mm-hmm. Let's I just know. start there. People just don't stretch. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't go to, they go to bed, they don't stretch, they wake up, they don't stretch. You know, you wake up, brush your teeth you jump in your car you sit at the desk for eight hours yep. or you sit now at home like for 18 this. hours yeah. right you're mm-hmm. over here crunched over yep. you go to lunch you, you go back mm-hmm. to work you go to dinner you go home and you never have touched your toes you never mm-hmm. have done anything that required you against you right so when we say that everything is yoga and yoga just is a martial art against yourself so it's like what we're we'll be doing is certifying people in yoga, mm-hmm. right? And Reiki. If you're not familiar with yes. Reiki, Reiki yeah. is a you know energy, energy healing, healing. Mm-hmm. Um, which she's a Reiki master and a yogi master. And then I'll be certifying people in um, dog yoga and 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 um, dog training. Wow! Because we need more of all. We need more educators. Yes. You know, it's kind of like my our our shared mentor um, was saying. Um, John Farnham, mm-hmm. who's in his 70s, he just said something so powerful that carried over to my dog training. He's like, I can't train everyone. So for you, you're the closest that some people will get to me. Oh, yeah. You yes. mean, so it's yeah. your responsibility wow. to teach them the way. Right. Because if there was a better way to do this, I'd be teaching mm-hmm. it. But this is the only way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, how he said it was just like, wow, right. so you're responsible. So. Mm-hmm. That places a burden in a, in a sense. Oh, right. And the mm-hmm. same thing but I can say way. about mm-hmm. your mentor. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. no one, right. like, we're, what we're talking about, people don't know, are some shared mentors that we have. But, like, your mentor, for example, there's no way to get closer. To, I don't even yeah. know anyone. Yeah. Like, that's unheard of, mm-hmm. the level that you all train. And same thing with us. Like, we take pride in the fact that Tyrone and I, um, who's outside with our service dog, We've been training together for 20 years. Wow. Every We've been doing this every day for 20 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And that if there was a better way to do it, we'd be doing it. But this is the way mm-hmm. and that we want to travel and to teach more people the way and then come down here yes. to Houston this fall and partner with you all so and teach great. more people yeah. um, the way of dog training, yeah. yoga, Reiki. And then also, too, you know, raising awareness and raising money because it does cost, you know, that... Yeah. At the end of the day, on the low, a service dog, you know, it might be twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars up to eighty, but you have to raise that money because there's just certain costs that are unmovable. Sure, you know, they have to eat, they have to get groomed. You yeah, know, yeah. You, people have to be able to dedicate their time to train mm-hmm. the dog. But I feel really that's the future of the United States of America is that we have to get closer to where Europe is. You know, one just yeah. using that as a bar because, like, just picking on Germany by itself, where 
dog training is mandatory. You know, that will cut down a lot of different things. If in the United States of America, we had mandatory dog Mm -hmm. training. Because one, people wouldn't want dogs. So you might go through this little weird phase of like dogs are getting dumped. But then... The right people would own them. Yeah. The right people would own them. And then two, I mean, that sounds like a little draconian, but dogs are expensive, though. I mean, they, they, people really, these breeders aren't very realistic in, well, they're, they're capitalistic rather in just selling, Mm -hmm. you know, if you go out and buy a a cute little thing that looks like a bear that's going to turn into a 150 pound massive, that's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right. Just right. work. Forget the right. money. Just yeah. work. You have something 150 pounds in your home. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know that presence is there. The yeah. presence is yeah. there. Yeah. But, you know, that's why I feel like we have to have partnerships like this, educating people. Mm-hmm. Like, the dogs that you don't want people to, or, right. pu- or like puppy mill dogs. I mean, oh. they're super expensive. You think you're saving money, but we just got through dealing with that where <sighs> this dog doesn't understand he's peeing and pooping on himself, but mm-hmm. he's been in a cage. Yeah. You know, so house training by itself, you can spend thousands with us fixing a dog that mentally what we call the clean coat is broken yeah you mean so yeah that's a whole because thing of, because of poor breeding yeah, yeah because they, it, because yeah. they well the, the whelping period so from yeah. zero to eight weeks old there's it's like having a it's almost i don't want to say it's worse than or more intense than having a newborn yeah but it's up there right. <laughs> you know well, so that's a really interesting point that i think a lot of people don't know and it's a good perspective from a trainer that you know, when we talk about dog breeding and we talk about puppy mills, we just think about the overpopulation mm-hmm. and the animals lots of times are not healthy. Mm-hmm. But you're talking about behavior issues that come because these dogs have not been properly socialized. Correct. They get pulled at an from early them. Age. And yeah, at an early age. They get pulled from mm. their mothers too early. Mm-hmm. So their mother never gets to teach them how to be a dog. Yep. They get um, displaced from their siblings so they don't know about pack mentality. Mm-hmm. And um it's something that a lot of people don't understand. You know, there are responsible breeders, but there are far more irresponsible mm-hmm. breeders. Yes. And in a state where we're euthanizing 100,000 healthy, adoptable wow. dogs every year. Wow. Why are we still breeding them? Especially yeah. breeding the animals that are feeding into that system. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they are the dogs coming from these these breeders that aren't responsible, mm-hmm. that don't do the whelping or that don't do the training mm-hmm. early and don't socialize them early. And so these animals are purchased, we know, because we take the data, the shelter right. uh, data, and they're purchased, they're problems, so they get turned back into the shelter mm-hmm. and they clog up the shelter system. So then that mm-hmm. street dog gets left on the street because now we're dealing with a bred dog who's not healthy, who someone bought for a hundred to a thousand dollars. They're not healthy. They can't care for the vet bills mm-hmm. and if the dog doesn't fit into the family yep. or it's got those behavioral issues, goes back into the shelter, they turn mm-hmm. it in and they go buy one for five dollars from yep. from a shelter. I mean this it we the system is broken. Mm-hmm. It's broken and it's leading to an uncivilized society, what we call uncivilized society, because yep. we know there are so many animals that are on our streets mm-hmm. that people can't leave their homes. They can't get on the bus. Mm-hmm. The children can't get to school. They can't play. Mm-hmm. The bike, hike and bike trails that we've spent mm-hmm. millions on in Houston mm-hmm. can't be utilized because we have packs of dogs chasing people. Wow. So I, that's a, getting way off where we were. Yeah. But yeah, you bring up a great point with your training. Mm-hmm. And it's so important that these dogs, when they're, then they're being bred, are being bred responsibly and if they're not we have to shut them down and we actually have yeah. a bill right now that's that's being looked at in Austin and it deals specifically mm. with this and we want to reduce the number of those poor sick animals coming into the system and clogging up the system 
due to poor breeding, mm -hmm. due to poor breeders. And that's that's what I'm excited to work with you all, because a lot of it's just education. We yes. talk about the breeders, because when you said that, it made me think about um, how some people don't think that you have to read to a baby in utero. Mm -hmm. I mean, some people are like, it doesn't make a difference if you read to the baby or not, because mm -hmm. he's inside the belly. What difference does it make? Mm -hmm. You know, some people truly right. believe that, yeah. that you don't have to talk to them. You know, oh. we know that that's not right. true. Right. Now we know for sure that's mm -hmm. not true. Right. But then there's some people that truly don't believe that talking to a baby or reading to a baby the day one they came out makes yeah. a difference. Right. Yeah. And we for sure know that. Oh, right. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Right. My mother as a kindergarten teacher is oh. like, yes, for sure. But it's the same thing as a puppy. I mean, right. as soon as that female dog becomes mm -hmm. impregnated, talking to him in utero makes a difference. Mm -hmm. Right. There's so much stuff to do day one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, sound sensitivity with desensitizing exercises, light exercises, um, exposing them to different touch, mm -hmm. you know, walking, uh, you know, having on gloves, burlap gloves, silk gloves, leather gloves, mm -hmm. cotton gloves, getting the dog used to different touches. Mm -hmm having different, I can have a hundred different um, swatches of different scents mm -hmm. that I'm developing. And this is all in the first week of life. Yeah. You know, yeah. that I can do with a dog. It's neural pathways. You're creating neural pathways. Exactly. And once you have those, you don't, you, you always have them and mm -hmm. you can either let them go and they become a little dormant or you can strengthen them too, mm -hmm. you know, and what you're doing is strengthening those over and over so that that dog will have that ability the rest of its life to be extra attuned to certain senses, mm -hmm. certain feels, certain touches, certain hand, signal, hand signals, I guess, yes. which is where you're, you're training all. Well, and that's do. the thing too, where we're, we're attacking um, our contribution to what like you all are doing is like educating the, the consumers because then, and raising their level of expectations yes. on what an eight-week-old puppy yeah. because right. if the consumer is educated, there's no market. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah. so that's there, there's another way to address it too. But a lot of people honestly don't think that. I mean, they don't. Unfortunately, they're not thinking that with a human. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so let alone their. So dog. that's a right. great opportunity yeah. to just yeah. change humanity as a whole. Of like. Yes. What I don't even read to my baby. Why don't I read to a dog? Well, let's start there. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Backing way up. <laughs> <laughs> Reading to babies are a good thing. Reading to yeah. children is a good thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So are you saying talking to this dog makes a difference? Like talking to a plant makes a difference. Yeah. But some people don't understand that. And, you know, ignorance is bliss. Unfortunately, that they they just, if you knew better, you do better. But some people honestly don't know how deep on a spiritual, mm -hmm. on a cerebral on a subconscious level that how we're connected to animals. Yeah. 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 I would love to do a show with you and just talk about how a puppy mill impacts mm -hmm. puppies and dogs. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. you're talking about very specific things, all the different touch, the, the neural pathways. You think about a puppy mill where a dog doesn't get to leave a crate. It, you know, the, the feet are on um, wire. So right. they never know soft touch. They're and never held. Yep. Are, yeah, all these things. And then you drive up to somebody's nice home because you're going to buy a $2,000 puppy. You don't see the puppy mill on the back. You know, mm -hmm. you don't see the crates. You don't see the dogs covered in feces. All you get to see is this perfect little dog, but you don't realize that it's so messed up. And as Tama said, those are the animals we're seeing. 25% yep. of the dogs that go through the shelter system are purebreds. Yep. 25%. Yep. So they're part, coming from, you know, they're coming, coming from, from these puppies. And it doesn't even have to be from a breeder. The pet stores, too. Yeah. Yep. We know some of these pet stores are 
go online mm-hmm. and Google it. Not that you, not that everything online is true, but where there's smoke, there's fire. There are so many pet stores that are all that's all they're doing. The pet stores are running these these puppy mill dogs through their pet stores, and you think, yeah. oh, I'm going to buy it. It's so sick. I, I I saved it out of there, but really, you just I mean, it's a hard decision to make, but you really can't support that because it hurts the animal industry as a whole. Absolutely. Well, and to to your point, I think a lot of people have never seen a commercial or anyone talk about what it costs to take care of a puppy mill dog, a poorly bred dog, Mm -hmm. or a pet store dog. Mm -hmm. You can do it, but true example that we just encountered where a client went out, you know, and got Frenchie, you know, didn't do all the research. And I I watched them. What I know what they've spent was about, they're at around 6,000. Wow. Right. Yeah. In order to preserve this dog's life, they are for sure easily at the stuff that we would recommend medical because now it's in a medical situation. Ugh. Easy, easy scratching the surface, right? Maybe about five, six thousand wow. on the low. Wow. Because yeah. I think I was recommending chiropractic medicine. I was like, Dude, they can't even, they should. That yeah. would help the dog, but now mm-hmm. they have to wrap their head around. Sure. Animal yeah. or chiropractic medicine, period. But now you're wrapping your head around animal chiropractic medicine, mm-hmm. animal acupuncture, animal Reiki, mm-hmm. animal yoga, mm-hmm. right? right? Changing the nutrition, right. all to fix a dog that when I when we went to the vet, the vet was like, this dog was not genetically. When he did the X-rays, oh, he said this dog was not genetically sound oh. from the bait from birth. Wow. So yeah. from birth, it was just a yeah. ticking little. Yeah. time yeah. capsule that was yeah. going to open saying, hey, surprise. Right. I'm a mess. And yeah. now I'm your mess. I need mess. six grand yeah. to stay yeah. alive. And Minimum. it's so unfair to the animals. Oh, and to keep going. And that's right. the part that a lot of people don't realize that you can go get a dog from, you know, Petland. Or you can go get one from oh. Craigslist. But here's the deal is that on a basic level for people that are listening, so I love making things educational. A lot of dogs, I can tell right away, and it's not magic. I'll be like, oh, that's a pet store dog. Or, or this dog was not bred properly because their arches have broken down because the puppy has not been able to run. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, for example, I was almost in tears. We were in California. And we saw the, um, our friend out there who raises bull terriers. And these little dogs, I've never seen puppies so running. But she has an entire playground for them. Yeah. And they're running. Yeah. Like, they Digging. run. They use a complete stride yeah. so you see their paws they're up mm-hmm. versus dogs that are cage the the arches Fault. broke down it almost looked like an l shape oh, yes right i've seen that and yeah. i wonder about like, that well that's because so they're constantly right. sliding on steel oh. or they're on or they're on a grate they're on either a metal grate a wire grate mm-hmm. a grid grate mm-hmm. or they're just on steel so they're never able to Pool, yeah, sure. They're constantly just trying to, to stay up, which is why you start seeing a lot of them sit like kangaroos and just kind of flop down. And so their posture is off. Yeah. It's kind of like back in Catholic school, they're like, yeah. sit up straight, you know, don't slouch, walk, lead mm-hmm. with your heart, right? Mm-hmm. All the posture things that you want mm-hmm. a puppy to do or a person in general, yeah. right? It doesn't happen. So when I, if you meet me, first thing I'm like, I can't even talk about sit down, stay, come heal. No, I don't even care about obedience. I'm looking at this dog. Yeah. Its body structure is at a zero. Mm. I'm just about the body. Forget. Yeah. I didn't start figuring out what's yeah. going on in the mind, right. what's going on, you know, internally. Yeah. I'm just talking about 
externally I'm looking at this dog's body yeah. and it's a wreck. <laughs> We can fix it, yeah. but now I need to help you get on like our cardio plan, mm-hmm. right? I need to, um, which is why after not we've been working because she's a fitness trainer also. Because now a lot of times it's like my dog is not doing X, Y, and Z. You mean, but have you ran them? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at you like no judgment, but you haven't ran any. Like- <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no been no cardio in right. the human's life. Yeah. yeah. So then the animal if. Animals can't follow if you don't lead. Right. And leadership happens through cardio. Mm-hmm. So if I say, all right, cool, let's go. We're about to go from here to there. Mm-hmm. And you're like, where the heck are you going? We're like 30 minutes in. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, yeah. right when I'm like, come on, we can go just a little bit. I'm leading through cardio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dogs have genetically been taught to lead through cardio, okay. through the caveman. Wow. We're walking, looking for meat. Yeah. Dog's like, he's not like, oh, I want to go home. He's mm-hmm. walking, he's yeah. prowling too. Or a soldier he's walking on a job. through the yeah. a field with a dog. I'm looking for the bad guy. So mm-hmm. the dog is following through leadership mm-hmm. and serious leadership. Mm-hmm. If I'm looking for someone, that's serious leadership, yeah. right? Because we're hunting right. for a person. If we're looking for food. We're yeah. looking for nourishment. Yeah. That's a true um, yep. 9-11 you know, all the dogs that we lost, you know, yeah. going through the rubble. Yeah. Those are dogs that are being forced to work through mm-hmm. following. Mm-hmm. But if you don't get out your lazy boy, if you don't get out your cheer, and you're not teaching that yeah. dog to follow you mm-hmm. through cardio, yeah. right? So we have to talk about cardio. We got to talk about yoga. Like, oh, what the heck is yoga and stretch? Why am I going to hire you and your friend to be my yoga instructor. This is way, this is not the pet coat training I signed up for, but dogs invented stretching. Yes. So so if you're not letting, if you're only letting them do one stretch, maybe two, and you're not stretching at all, then when they're stretching, they're preparing their body for the day Mm -hmm. to be like, I need to go hunt, find something, jump on something with true intent. But all those things, if the basis isn't developed there as a puppy, Right. Yeah. Then you're looking to spend at some point in time to fix, to undo yeah. all those days that they were not pushed to what a true canine is able to do, which a lot of people just, if they knew that, they wouldn't get a dog, period. Yeah. Or they'd go into it differently, picking out a dog. Or mm-hmm. they still get that dog, but knowing that they need to invest training out the gate. We've really messed their world up. <laughs> in a yeah. way, you know, I mean, it was a good thing to domesticate them because mm. I think it's been mm. a good partnership, but we've really let them yeah. down along mm. the way. Yeah. Mm. And we've really messed up their world because you're what you're saying they can almost care for themselves. But mm. because we've domesticated them, they need the shelter. They need the food. They mm. need the water. They need the vet care. But they really do a lot of things better than we even do ourselves, like the stretching mm-hmm. and the self-care. And, oh, right. You know, yeah, just, they're doing it yeah, naturally. Doing it Nobody's naturally. having we to just, tell them. We have right. to get out of the way sometimes. Yeah. The way. Let then, them be dogs. Kind of like kids, you know, you yeah. get out let of the way and let them be Let them be their yeah. best version of themselves. Right. You know, you can put your stuff on hold. Let, mm-hmm. them, let kids and dogs and, do And yeah, I love what you say, let them be dogs and let them get out because a lot of people don't go outside. Yeah. Because if I'm just down here there it's too hot or yeah. it's not the perfect weather to be outside <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean versus dogs yeah. that were living yeah. in this this terrain way before we were ever here mm-hmm. we same thing we're we're minnesotans if people oh, like yeah. i don't go outside you know it was like one choose a dog based upon your environment yeah one and then two but even before that yeah you have to decide if you really want to be engaged with being an outdoors person yeah because people don't really think no 
dog equals outdoorsy. Yeah. yeah. We're like, I'm not an outdoorsy person. I'm like, don't get a dog. Yeah. Right. right. Don't get, get a, a dog. Ferret. Yeah. Get a ferret. Get something that you don't have to bring outside <laughs> at all yeah. because dogs. They. You can't. I, I just don't out. let people like not go outside because right. of the environment. Don't we you brought, love how our dogs, sorry, but the dog, even my dogs know when it's like a cool morning, mm-hmm. they go in lie in the sun. Yeah. I love that they know how to do that. They know they need that vitamin D. Mm-hmm. They know it feels good on their bones. They mm-hmm. know they need that fresh air. And oh. I just love how many things, like you said earlier, they could teach us. Yeah. Oh, like my, my friend's massive. I mean, when we had um, negative 20 degrees, her dog is outside in the snow living its best life. Yeah, yeah. You know, and she's like, I feel so bad because I don't even want to go outside with the dog. So I let her go out there and she's scratching to go back out. I have this whole dilemma of like, it's cold outside. Right. You know, but it's like now with technology, there's enough things that we can go outside in pretty much any weather. Yeah. 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 Cool, hot, yeah. cold, whatever. But, button, up. There's, yeah. button up, chica. Either button up or get <laughs> this hydrated. This dog doesn't get this, but you, this weather But you can time. be outside, which I think that's another gift that the universe has given us dogs to make us get out yes. of our comfy condos, oh, yes. yep. get off our couches, get out of our chair. I think yeah. one of the best things with COVID is that people were at home. It's like, go work out. Yeah. <laughs> we brought a dog in off of the streets. He had lived on the street six or seven years. And um, I was the only one that could touch him for months and months and months. My husband, even if he fed him, still couldn't. I said, you know what? You need to walk him. When we go on walks, you're going to walk the scared dog, I'll walk the other one. Mm-hmm. And that's finally how they were able to bond mm-hmm. was my husband walked him. And that's when the dog started warming up. I said, because mm-hmm. you're establishing yourself as you, a safe leader. Yeah. Yep. And that's finally how Benjamin started allowing my husband to just touch him. Yep. You know, and I now, love that. yeah. yeah now, was, how'd, how'd you two become so into dogs, though? Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you grow up with dogs? Born you that like, way. Born, yeah. It was. It was, yeah, it was one of those things. Yeah, our parents, you know, weren't overly, um, like we are attracted to animals, Mm -hmm. but we loved every little animal, every dog, everything we could, we could catch, we we wanted. My mom is a bird lover. She's really, really cool with nature and birds. But yeah, I think we've always just loved Loved animals. animals. Yeah. Can't can't fight it. What was your first pet? Uh, Four, three or four, we got a... uh, a little beagle, a beagle, but really? it cried uh, over and over. So the beagle yeah. went back, which was smart yeah. of my parents. And mm-hmm. then, and then we got. Um, Tosh. I was yeah, it yeah. was like a rescue dog. Mm-hmm. You know, neighbors. We were in northern Minnesota. Neighbors' dogs have puppies, and yep. so we wind up. You know, it was a husky, husky and, yeah mix. Yeah, yeah. It was great. And yeah. then she had puppies, and so we always had. We just okay. always had big dogs yeah yeah that's so awesome and and that's so cool too i admire what you all are doing because you're and i love talking about this when you what we've talked before is that because you're from minnesota Mm -hmm. but then which is its own animal cultural experience by itself but now you're here in the south you're in texas yeah, like so different. I'm, oh, I moved what here. What I love the fact that you all stick together as twins. Y'all yeah. sisters oh, yeah. oh, yeah. and you all. Here. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Who came here first? Who? who I did. You yeah. came. Okay. Yeah. You're like I'm. I'm going with my sister. Yeah. Well, I did. Yes, I was living living abroad and um, could move back to the U.S. and okay. and I said we haven't lived in the same state in 15 years and okay and i had a son and i was like I, he needs to be around family yeah. and so houston was an obvious choice so i okay. came in after and yeah she was already working in the animal space okay. and 
just couldn't fight it. When you come here and you see the problem, you see the, the strays, you see the suffering. You How big of a shock was that for you, though, like going from Minnesota so, to... Oh, I thought all these animals were finding me. I thought I was like some Dr. kind of Doolittle. spiritual something. and Because I started <laughs> carrying leashes and like a rescue kit in my car. And then I made my husband carry a rescue kit. And, <laughs> and, and finally I realized, oh, it's just different here. Yeah. It's just different. Yeah. And once Have you, you had anybody, people just say like, hey, what are you two crazy women from Minnesota down here trying to change our southern ways with the, like the. Nobody said that to our no. faces. I'm sure it said behind our yeah. backs. You get, you get little. You no get little we've been run out of neighborhoods, oh. though, more than once. We've yeah. been run out of some dicey neighborhoods. Yeah. Cartel like, land. Like, what are you don't, all doing? You don't belong here. Yeah. Uh-uh. You're not blending. What you, they don't know is we we just want to help the animals. Yeah. You know, you guys do whatever you do, your system, whatever. But, yeah, we're just there to help the animals. I think, I think that's the thing, too, a lot of people don't realize culturally. I just remember I was um in southern Illinois, um, which just was a shocker to me. I mean, I was, like, clutching my pearls. I, I, I was shocked. I didn't know that was a thing. But this guy was, like, he's, like, spade neutered. No, it's called... My neighbor need to keep his damn dog off my property. I'm not spading my dog. Like, you just need to keep his dog away from my dog. Mm. But it was like, when that, I remember being down there with my friend who was rescuing. I was like, wow, like, there's people that truly, that's not a thing. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. it's like, uh, like puppies are rodents. You know, yeah. It's like, which a yes. lot of times people don't think about, which, you know, we talked to Trap King, mm-hmm. which is, shout out to Trap King. Yay. Um, but like. I knew that with cats, unfortunately, mm-hmm. that people treat kittens like ro- like rodents yes. and they just dispose of them. But I think a lot of people aren't aware that people treat puppies like that, too. Yeah. I mean, there are certain places in this country. You don't have mm-hmm. to go outside the country. We, we can like, go 17 minutes from here and yeah. find puppies that are dogs. You know, in fact, when you're here, we should drive around some of these neighborhoods. No, that would be cool to see some We have of to the, have security. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, because a lot of people don't know that pup, a, lot, a lot of people let dogs have puppies. Mm-hmm. And it's not like... It's right. not a thing where it's like, I need to do all this care for because mm-hmm. it's just a living little rodent creature right. that's a step above right. a rodent rodent, a, a step above yeah. a cat or yeah. a squirrel. It's a dog, but then mm-hmm. everyone gets that pup. They, they're addicted to that puppy phase, yeah. and then it gets like this, and they're like, all right, you need to go. Wait, Which, when, um, when we were kind of gathering data on this subject, we realized that there are people who think that way a lot. Mm -hmm. It's a cultural thing and it's educational thing. But also in Houston, there are so many people who would spay and neuter their animals if given the opportunity. But we have these veterinary deserts where you could Mm. have a 30 mile radius and there's not a vet in that area. So you have somebody who gets a dog for their children, trying to do a good thing, you know, kids want a pet. And they get it, and then they find out, oh, there's not a vet around. Well, I don't know where to go. So the, the dog, the, the care of the dog starts mm-hmm. to suffer because yeah, it's not accessible. And it's one thing we're trying to do with our mobile units is bring mm-hmm. bring not only spay and neuter, but vet care into some of these neighborhoods because we know, we know just by word of mouth that we can spay and neuter uh, three, 400 animals a month in one neighborhood mm-hmm. and not leave there in over a year because there are that many animals to spay and neuter just given the opportunity. So yeah, that's um, huge. we just have to provide the opportunity. Yeah. That's definitely huge. Well, I think part that, of it. Yeah. A lot of people, I think, like you said, if they had the opportunity, but a lot of people, if they do want to do it, they don't have the money either. Yeah, yes, exactly. Because it all depends on what doctor you go to yes. where it can be anywhere from 200 up to 600. 
you know, for a spade yep. or neuter, yep. just depending upon which some people can't wrap their head around. Right. right. Well, why don't I just not let my dog get around another dog? Right. You know, yeah. so it's not that easy. That's, right. They dig, they climb fences. They dig, yeah. they climb. Yeah. Which is education too, because yeah. a lot of times people have never truly been around a dog in yeah. heat and know what that means. Right. As far as what a male dog mm-hmm. or a female dog will do to escape. Yes. A lot of dogs and just like a lot of people don't realize that dogs a lot of dogs are become runaways during um, 4th of July mm. oh, because they get afraid of the fireworks. I know. You mean, so like, well, if you're if you're a first-time dog owner and it's 4th of July, and you're like, oh my God, Lucy is gone because yeah. she heard that sound. Yep. Same thing too. People don't realize that um, what a dog will do when they're in heat. Yeah. <laughs> you right. know, they'll, rather they'll attracting just, a dog yeah. or them You can't fight out. that primal no. instinct. Right. Which wow. goes back to a training thing, too. Exactly. I mean, if you're yeah. not going to spade and neuter them, then you definitely need to train them so that you're overriding that behavioral instinct to, yeah. to, so that you're not aggressive towards other dogs or they're not trying to run away. Yeah. yeah. Well, we feels like a, we could talk all all day. We need a, a Houston Toriano. I know. We got we to certify some people down here. Yeah. Yeah. Teach the teacher. Teach the teacher. Yeah, yeah it's coming. So, yeah, good. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll be in September, right? We in September. Okay. Um, we'll be that. We'll be back down here. Um, Athena and I. She'll be teaching yoga. Okay. Doing yoga certification and Reiki certification. Great. Um, with people, and then we'll be doing dog yoga That's certification so and um, dog training certification. Okay. What better energy when you're doing yoga, when you're opening yourself up and stretching, and mm. you really open to have a dog with you? I mean, I I realize that just having my dogs around me, like mm. you guys walk in, I'm so excited to see you, but I'm like the dog. There's that that attraction to that energy, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. I love that you're combining the the dog yoga. And you, and you find out too, because yoga. sometimes people don't want to stretch just by themselves, right. but then they will stretch with the dog. You'll oh, get on I mean, the floor yeah. and do it. You know, yeah, for sure. You'll I mean, get on the floor. Or you can trick them to stretch I mean, because they're, they're, they're stretching their dogs in the process. Mm-hmm. They're stretching oh, themselves, yeah. you know? Makes so, sense. Yeah. Well, good. Well, thank you so well, much you. for being here. So excited. Yeah, thank you all. Uh, too. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. It's Finally, so fun. we Finally. connect. Yeah. Many more of these. Uh, yes. Right, for sure. Yeah. Thank you for all you're doing to educate the world and yeah. put good dogs back in there and give the dogs the purpose, too, mm-hmm. you know, in all of this. They need a purpose. They Absolutely. Need, they need something to do. So when, in your training, you're, you're saying you have a purpose. This is your job mm-hmm. and everybody wins. And you're setting them up for success, yeah. Absolutely. You know, which is what we have to do. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, thank you. Thank, thank you all. Yay. Yay. Okay. Bye. Bye.